0: New Vision is a church that is about guiding people to lives of gospel transformation. Whether this is your first time listening with us or you're a regular listener, we're so happy that you're here. Monday through Friday, we release a podcast studying through a book of the Bible. Right now, we've focused our attention to the gospel of John. Again, we're happy that you're here. We know God's going to do something great. And joining us today, our teaching pastor, Nick Person. What is going on, friends? I'm excited to continue on this Gospel of John journey with you. I'm gonna be reading from John chapter six, verse 60 through verse nine in chapter seven. A little background before we pick up in this story, Jesus has just called himself the bread of life. Shocker alert, this bothered some of the religious religious leaders of the day, because how dare he say he came from God. And so we're going to pick up in John chapter 60, and I'm reading from the CSB, is what I read when I do my time with the Lord. Let me begin, it says this, therefore, when many of his disciples heard this, they said, this teaching is hard, who can accept it? Jesus, knowing in himself that his disciples were complaining about this, asked them, Does this offend you? Then what if you were to observe the Son of Man ascending to where he was before? The Spirit is the one who gives life. The flesh doesn't help at all. The words that I have spoken to you are spirit and are life. But there are some among you who don't believe. For Jesus knew from the beginning those who did not believe in the one who would betray him. He said, This is why I told you that no one can come to me unless it's granted to me by the Father. Verse 66. From that moment, many of his disciples turned back and no longer accompanied him. So Jesus said to the twelve, You don't want to go away too, do you? Simon Peter answered, Lord, to whom will we go? You have the words of eternal life. We have come to believe and know that you are the Holy One of God. Jesus replied to them, Did not choose you to twelve. Yet one of you is a devil. He was referring to Judas, Simon Iscariot's son, some one of the 12, because he was going to betray him. After this, Jesus traveled in Galilee, since he did not want to travel in Judea, because the Jews were trying to kill him. The Jewish festival of shelters was near, so his brothers said to him, Leave here and go to Judea so your disciples can see your works that you are doing, for no one does anything in secret while he's seeking public recognition. If you do these things, show yourself to the world, for not even his brothers believed in him. Jesus told him, My time has not yet arrived, but your time is always at hand. The world cannot hate you, but it does hate me because I testify about it, that works are evil. Go up to the festival yourselves. I'm not going up to the festival because my time has not yet fully come after he had said these things he stayed in galilee all right so there's just a few things i want to pause want to give a little bit of thought and feedback on that kind of struck me maybe it struck you and maybe i can give you a little clarity as i've been navigating myself the first place i want to stop is verse 64 and 65. it says this For Jesus knew from the beginning those who did not believe and the one who would betray him. He said this "This is why I told you that no one can come to me unless it is granted to him by the Father. Here's what's interesting. You will see later it's revealed that he is talking to Judas Iscariot. Now what's interesting about this to me, even though Jesus knew that Judas would be the one who would betray him, who would run his own way, who would do his own thing, and really... Um, turn him into the authorities, Jesus still allowed Judas to be a part of what he is doing. What that just says to me and what reminds me is that we have all been invited, not because of our righteousness, but because of the one who invites us is righteous and he is righteous indeed. And so even though Judas was the one who was going to ultimately betray Jesus, Jesus Jesus still invites him to follow him, to be a part of him, to see him, and to really partake in building this kingdom. I just find that very interesting, but it also reminds me that I'm also invited if someone such as Judas is invited, That means that someone such as me is invited as well. Also, verse 67 says this. So Jesus said to the 12, you don't want to go away too, do you? In essence, what he is saying is like, hey, do you want to go away? Because times have gotten difficult. Do you want to go away? It's because I have allowed you and led you into a place that is challenging and uncomfortable. What a profound question for such a time as this. In this season, you might have had the thought of, man, Jesus, to follow you in this time feels like a very difficult undertaking. Jesus, sometimes it's hard to keep my eyes fixed on you and my feet following you because it just seems so difficult because sometimes I feel I don't know what's going on. I don't know which direction I'm going in. Listen, welcome to the tension. These early disciples were in the same tension where Jesus looks at them and goes, hey, I get it. I get that it's difficult, but trust me, to walk with me is a better way to walk because I am your peace, I carry your burden, and I have secured victory for you even when times are difficult. Verse 68, Simon Peter answered, Lord, to whom will we go? You have the words of eternal life. We have come to believe and know that you are the Holy one of God. Peter has his mic drop moment of clarity and just really eloquence. He goes, Jesus, you are where life is. Outside of you or away from you is not true life. You are the only one where life comes from. And so Jesus, where will we go and be fed and nourished and drink from a well that's ever flowing? Nowhere. So Peter goes, Jesus, we're not leaving you because everything else would be a compromise and less than verse number one of chapter seven says this. After this, Jesus traveled in Galilee since he did not want to travel in Judea. Because the Jews were trying to kill him. I just find it interesting that scripture just puts that so kind of lackadaisical even. Like, oh yeah, by the way, he's not going to go to Judea because there are some people trying to kill him. Like everywhere that Jesus went in this time, people were trying to kill him. People were trying to stop what was going on and i just find it interesting that jesus was aware of all of these things he navigated differently but he didn't stop walking and i just think that's a very timely word for us as well verse number six jesus told them my time has not yet come but your time is always at hand what does he mean by this? Well, what he means by this is he knew that once he went public and he presented himself to the masses of being the Messiah, that soon thereafter he would end up surrendering his life on a cross to be the ultimate sacrificial lamb. And so what he was saying is like, it is not yet time for me to do the thing you're telling me to do. I hear you. I could very much leverage my fellowship right now. I could very much leverage this placed it in for my gain but that's not what I'm about. I know that once I go fully public with being the Messiah, then I also know what will shortly follow that and that's me surrendering my life on the cross and my father has told me it is not yet time to reveal that. So Jesus was patient And here's the thing. There are times where we will pray to Jesus and say, hey, God, I really want this now. I really need this now. I really need you to move really your time frame and and, and kind of what you see to my time frame. But here's the deal. The reason that he is allowing us the time to wait is because we are not ready for what is to come. Whatever that might be, whatever that might mean, is his timing is the best timing, and so it means that there's still something to be learned and something to be gained for this time and this pace that we're on. It's a lot of times we want to rush it, but really, God is at work in the midst of what he is doing, and his timing is absolutely perfect so Maybe it's that we're not ready yet, or maybe it's just not time for it yet, but know that we can trust him. And we see this with Jesus, like Jesus could have very easily said, okay, now is my time I'm going to do and step out in public and do what I want to do. But that was not the way he best navigated. And that's also not the way we best navigate Can I just say that Jesus is worth the wait. God's plan is worth the wait and his timing is best. So as we listen to this, as we learn from the way that Jesus lived and that he walked, may we walk differently in light of it. And I hope that you will continue to join us on this journey. Thank you guys so much for joining us today. Join us tomorrow as we continue through the Gospel of John. See you guys then.